Welcome to the Shift Happens podcast, where we explore the latest trends and insights in the digital workplace. From the role of AI in the workplace to the future of remote work, we cover it all. Tune in as we chat with industry leaders and experts. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started in the digital landscape, we've got you covered. Subscribe to Shift Happens wherever you listen to podcasts and stay ahead of the curve. Shift Happens Podcast. Hello, Shift Happens Podcast listeners. Welcome to Ask Ducks. This bi-weekly podcast segment is where I answer your questions about the modern workplace, digital transformation, Microsoft 365, and many more. Send me your question by posting a tweet with the hashtag AskDucks or send me an email at askducks at appoint.com. I'm joined by my awesome colleague, Kevin Joy, who's here to facilitate the discussion. So without further ado, let's get to this week's questions. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Ask Ducks segment of the Shift Happens podcast. I hope everybody's doing well, safe, and healthy. And we're excited today to talk about Microsoft Whiteboard. I don't know when, when the last time you're so excited about Whiteboard, Kevin. Was there a time you're excited about Whiteboard? You know, before today, uh, it was at least in, in, in my old jobs where we'd have whiteboard rooms full of whiteboards. And it looked like, I don't know, like the shining in there or something once you had written all over the walls and the do not disturb. But, you know, now there's been a tool, Microsoft Whiteboard. It's been out for a minute, but I'd imagine it's taken on a whole new importance now with the way we work. Can you talk about, you know, maybe what you're seeing? And, and actually, you know, let's, let's backtrack. Just tell folks what it is, first of all, because uh, I think some of us are still new to it. Yeah, so Cliff Notes version. What Microsoft Whiteboard is, is essentially how you think about a physical whiteboard. So imagine a physical whiteboard you have in the office, but put it in the digital world, in the online collaboration world, where Microsoft came up with this technology so that as a group of people can use this canvas, if you may, at the same time, write on it and ideate and, uh, as if they would in a physical whiteboard. In the beauty of Microsoft Whiteboard, sure, you can use it standalone, but it integrates with Microsoft Teams, which makes sense, right? Imagine you're in a Teams meeting, and then you're ideating, you're brainstorming. You can fire up the, the whiteboard as a part of that meeting, and then you all start writing. And then once you start using Whiteboard and you're done with the meeting, guess what? All the information is captured, and you can share it. People can access that whiteboard, or you can share it as an image. Um, or other ways that you can integrate to your other content later on, be it a presentation or whatnot. And, you know, what is that experience like? I know for those of us who are used to the uh, Expo marker on the wall and the smell of the dry erase marker, what is the experience like of using Whiteboard? And does, does it compare to those real-life experiences? What, I know there's certainly some perks too, but what's it like? So the experience is, is pretty close, except that you won't get high by smelling on those uh, marker pens. <laughs> <laughs> but the experience is pretty close. They try to simulate only if you have a couple of things in place. Imagine if you have a regular computer or a Mac um, and you don't have touchscreen capability, it's not quite the same because you'll start fumbling around with the mouse and, and draw stuff. Yeah. You get the ideal experience if you have like a Surface, a tablet, an iPad, or even a mobile device where you can actually write. I mean, you can write with your fingers or you can even have a stylus or if you have an iPad Pro, uh, the stylus that comes with it, it's pretty good. So. If you have the pen in place and you have a touchscreen, boy, the experience is very, very close to a whiteboard. And what I love about it is the co-authoring capability. You can have multiple people jump on at the same time. So I can use the blue marker. Kevin can use a red marker. And as we're talking about, we can start drawing and ideating 
and uh, whatnot. And I've seen some very cool features in Whiteboard as well. You can do things like um, import tables, graphics, things from M365, other elements. And then even um, this one blew me away. It can make your writing, your handwriting look better, which I desperately need. But um, what are there other functions or, or, or kind of quirks and perks you like about Whiteboard? I mean, what I like about Whiteboard, too, I mean, talking about emulating real world is they have post-it notes features or post-it features where, yeah, sure, you're drawing, but then you may want to put a comment, for example. You can layer a post-it note on top of that drawing. Uh, that's something I really like. And then the what we describe about handwriting, you can uh, OCR it. And then they also have elements of image editing or graphics editing capabilities. It reminds me of Microsoft Paint, but you can drop in like shapes and colors um, and you can even type on it too. So, so it's the best of both worlds. You get the experience of a real world whiteboard, but then you can layer in additional capabilities and tools that you're used to with image editing and graphics editing. Sure. And you also spoke to the, uh, you know, the range of devices is certainly a very necessary kind of function when I'm working from home and everyone's got their devices. We're not in the same room to fight over the marker board, but um, you also talk about, or you've talked to me about, um, you know, companies like Avpoint using bigger screens in the office to do whiteboarding. What, what other ways can you kind of blow that up and make it a little more uh, life-size? Yeah, I was, I was telling Kevin, we're renovating some of our offices to uh, support hybrid work. So in our bigger conference rooms, we're going to put Microsoft Surface in it. So as we know that most meetings are not going to be everybody in person or everybody remote. You have a mix of both. So imagine you're in a big conference room physically with a bunch of people, but then you have some other people joining remotely. So in the room itself, you can draw on this big Microsoft Surface Hub. If you're not familiar with Surface Hub, it's a very fancy whiteboard. But then people remotely can participate in that brainstorming or whiteboarding session. The other thing I forgot to mention is what I love about Whiteboard, too, is you can embed documents. You can embed a Word document or a PowerPoint. So, so imagine this canvas where you can have your collection of ideas, resources, assets all in one place. And how about in terms of like best practices? I know, like, does, does this, would you consider this a pretty user-friendly piece of uh, software? I mean, is it like um, something you need to train your staff on? Like, how do you make sure people are using it effectively, especially when some of us Maybe we'll be trying this for the first time. How do you make it work? I would say from a learning perspective, the barrier to entry is pretty low. It's straightforward. So, for example, whenever you start a Teams meeting or you know, Teams meeting, you'll easily see and uh, enable whiteboard for that meeting. So as people start using it, the icons are, are straightforward. What I do suggest, though, is as you start brainstorming or writing or coming up with ideas, always take it to some sort of an action item, right? Uh, certainly having a canvas to brainstorm and write notes and come up with ideas is great. But then as a result of that, there should be some level of output from it. So that's, that's the best practice I would suggest. Always, sure, free flow, brainstorm, whiteboard, but then always finish up with, okay, what's next? What's the output of this? And so I, I, I'm interested. Uh, whiteboard sounds great. How do I get it? Very good question. You already have it today. So to take advantage of Whiteboard, you could do a couple of things. As I mentioned, you, you can start using it in Microsoft Teams within a meeting construct. So if you're in a meeting, every meeting has a Whiteboard's capability. So there's that. Number two is if you just want to use Whiteboard, um, you can go to Office 365 and part of the app or part of the service that comes with Microsoft 365 is Microsoft Whiteboard. 
So you just click on what I call the waffle or Microsoft calls it the app launcher. Uh, you'll see OneDrive, Outlook, Teams, and one of the app you'll see there is Microsoft Whiteboard. So this is a complimentary uh, part of M365. I've already got it in my system. Absolutely. Everybody, as long as you're a Microsoft 365 user, it's among the many, many tools that's out there. Awesome. Yeah, I think I think it's one of the tools, you know, we, we, we've maybe heard about it, but certainly I don't think it has the same kind of familiarity that a lot of the other tools have. So certainly a lot of potential. Um, do you have any thoughts on uh, how are you going to use Whiteboard now with these big, cool screens coming to our office? What what role might Whiteboard play at AppPoint in the next couple of months? And what do you think uh, uh, is ahead for that? I think Whiteboard would be great when we're doing some kind of ideation or process mapping. So today, for example, when we're uh, you know, in, in our team, in the brand organization, we're putting together brand campaigns, right? So think about we're doing like step by step or we're doing mind maps, for example, or trying to unpack ideas. I think this is where Whiteboard can come in handy. Super. Well, I think that's uh, the majority of my questions here. So I can't wait to try it. I look forward to, to sending some doodles your way and working on uh, collaboration via that platform. So uh, thanks again. And like we said last episode, we're always looking for your M365 questions, basic, complex anywhere in between uh, hashtag uh, at askducks or um, send us an email at askducks at affpoint.com. We're happy to look at your question. If we pick it, uh, we will send you a $100 Amazon gift card. So keep them coming. Very good. And again, thank you for listening. And until the next episode, take care and have a wonderful day. Shift Happens Podcast. Thank you for listening. Check us out every week between regular podcast episodes. And don't forget to send us your questions on Twitter with the hashtag AskDucks or send us an email, AskDucks at AppPoint.com. Shift Happens Podcast is a production of AppPoint, Inc. Produced and edited by the AppPoint brand team. Stay up to date on the latest trends in digital workplace transformation by visiting AppPoint.com.